The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. Hello and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. How are you, Miss Simi? I have a bathroom ceiling now, so I'm great. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Last week, uh, yes, you had calamity and chaos going on, so mm-hmm. I'm glad to know that your uh, Karen-worded letter got over to the people in your apartment and you have got a new bathroom ceiling. Yeah, ugh. <laughs> it was really the upstairs neighbor that was like fucking it up, cause like they would have been done that week had he not been a little bitch <laughs> about everything, getting in fights with the goddamn maintenance people. What is there to get over to, to a fight over when you got a big old hole in your floor? Listen, and his shit wasn't working either. I don't know if he just didn't like them, like just coming in or whatever. Bitch, they gotta come in the build in in there to fix stuff. Right. Okay. Hide your drugs. Like <sighs> white people. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, God. It's like gosh. That's why you got body slammed by the maintenance man, dumbass. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And when I said fight, it was actual fisticuffs. <laughs> was, I thought you meant just a war of the words. <laughs> no, no, no. Fisticuffs happened. So, I mean, the man is like, yo, he can't be getting in my face. He's like, listen, I'm from Mississippi. You don't get in my face like that. I was like, well, <laughs> I so, understand. <laughs> so this would be this would be said black maintenance man? Yep. Oh, man. Should have had that on video for the culture. Well, the apparently the white man put it on video, but he got smacked out of his hand. Well, one time he called his mom and his mom prayed over him, so it's fine. One, <laughs> one time for the maintenance man and uh, yep. Miss Simi's apartment for getting some straightening done. Listen, I support him. <laughs> I yeah, it's like, man, what are you doing? Uh, you know arguing with the man when you clearly need his assistance. Exactly. It's like, do you really, is this the problem you want? Like, people who are rude to people making their food, is this? Are these the problems that you want? <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Well, thank you for joining me after such a crazy <laughs> week. It's always a lot of fun to talk NXT with you. Uh, we are here via the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us 
on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, all the usual suspects for podcasting apps. All you have to do is search for, subscribe to the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. The feed is the one with the new day holding the WrestleCast logo, and you'll get the NXT cast in your podcast queue each and every week. So last week we had the return of Samoa Joe, so we get the uh, you know the, the pre-show highlight package uh, highlights that. Then that's when. Adam Cole, baby, and that generic player one music comes out to start the show. (laughs) Uh, He comes out to start the show. He's supposed to pick his opponent the same way that Kyle O'Reilly picked his opponent, Kushida, last week. Uh, But he says he won't do that because nobody tells him what to do. He's like, just because Samoa Joe's here, Adam Cole, baby, is supposed to start following the rules. He's like, nope. He's like, I don't pick my opponents. That's foolish. He's like, I'm not doing anything in the here as far as wrestling tonight. He's like, you people, you did get to see the baby, so consider yourself uh, thankful. I'm out. And- I love when I talk shit. It's my <laughs> And that's when young Carmelo Hayes interrupted to try to change his mind. Uh, Adam Cole asked how he would change his mind. And Carmelo Hayes said this famous phrase, ruthless aggression. And then he slapped Adam Cole. And yeah, it's on. Adam Cole's like, ring the bell, ring the bell. So we have Adam Cole versus Carmelo Hayes. We have an enziguri, a code breaker, and a cover by Hayes gets a two and a half. Hayes is back up. He hits a chop on Adam Cole against the ropes. An iris whip into a series of counters. And then a fireman's carry is countered by Adam Cole into a backstabber for a near fall. Adam Cole is pissed now. He goes up to the second rope. He leaps off and he gets hit with the super kick. That's when Hayes springs board into the ring and gets hit with an Adam Cole super kick. Adam Cole follows that up with the Panama Sunrise. And Adam Cole, baby, gets the win over Carmelo Hayes. This was a banger of a match. They seem to be focusing more on the cruiserweights, which makes me very, very happy. Because this was great. That weird, like, I don't know, was it like like a sling blade, like DDT counter thing that Adam did? I was like, that is sick. That was really good. Really, really enjoyed this match. Mr. Carmelo, very good showing for you. But, yo, Adam Cole looks pissed. <laughs> because he had to fight. He was so angry. I love it. He does that thing that, you, you know how Roman just starts talking to himself or just talking mad shit to his opponent, just pissed? Mm-hmm. Adam was like that when, like, Carmelo, like, got hit. And he was just like, are you? He was like, oh, are you kidding me? Ring the fucking bell. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> like, in the middle of it, he got so mad. <laughs> he started talking shit. It was like, all right, it's on. Never mind. I was, like, not taking you seriously before, but now I'm going to show you. This was great. I really enjoyed this match a lot. Adam Cole is the best. I love him so much. Carmelo Hayes, they believe in this young man. Yeah. They have seen the potential in his open challenge match against Kushida. And they wanted to see if it was real or if it was fool's goal. So they had him wrestle Adam Cole. And, uh, yeah, he proved it again. Um, 
Yeah, Adam Cole is the best they got, bell to bell. And so they put the young man in there with Adam Cole, gave him about 10 to 12 minutes. And uh, Adam Cole is going to report back to Triple H and Shawn Michaels and let him know what he thinks. And yeah, uh, there could be. Huh? <laughs> He's going to tell his dad and his uncle what he thinks. Yeah, and uh, it could be some very big things in the future for Carmelo Hayes, uh, depending on the report that Adam Cole gives uh, after that match. Nice way to introduce him two weeks in a row, even though he's lost two weeks in a row. He showed a lot of heart, a lot of uh, 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 aggression, I guess it's the right word to use. Um, <laughs> uh, John Cena shorts, too. Yeah, yeah, he had the John Cena everything just about. Um, yeah, so uh, Carmelo Hayes, the future is very bright for him. Great showing. And uh, looking forward to what comes down the road after this Adam Cole match. Uh, earlier in the day, Frankie Monet was with Jessica Maya and Aaliyah talking about their matches tonight. Robert Stone comes in and says he's been looking for them everywhere. Frankly, Frankie smooth talks him and she high fives all of them. But Priestley doesn't like Robert Stone and spooks him. Yeah. Frankie is trying to steal them away, and I understand because Jesse Capella in these stripes. She's like, she's like, we win. So she she's, she's like something about about winning, and Aaliyah's like, yeah, I can I can relate to that. I was like, huh? It's like, can you, though, <laughs> She's like, we should call ourselves the Winner Circle. <laughs> yeah, that's probably gonna happen. Right, right. Oh, um, He's gonna be on drugs again soon. He's already on drugs. You seen that man outfit? Yo, that weird bandit outfit. I was like, Robert, what's happening here? It was, I didn't know. You can't tell me that man didn't get dressed by cocaine. No. Have you ever seen The Fifth Element? (laughs) Uh, Is that uh, Chris Tucker and Bruce Willis? Yes. Yes. Okay, do you know in the very beginning, which they like, she like became a person out of the organism and the mm-hmm. bandage um outfit that she was on that was Robert Stone. Put a blazer on top of it. That that's what that was. That's what it gave me. It gave me fifth element. <laughs> yeah, Robert Stone with some very interesting fashion choices here. Um basically it was like a baby blue tuxedo mm-hmm. but the jacket had like uh ex like to like right across the middle of it like two pieces yeah. of fabric that made an X holding the jacket together I think um, Beth Phoenix described it as a training bra <laughs> I was oh, oh Robert uh, Mackenzie Mitchell and her favorite and my favorite updo <laughs> hairstyle uh, as Zoe she, she listens to the show uh, she asked Zoe Stark why she came to Io Shirai's defense last week. Um, basically, Zoe Stark was like, Io gave her her big break with the match, so she's just paying it back. Um, she was surprised by how Io wanted to scene with her, though, because we know how Io is when it comes to you know playing with others. That's when Io comes in. She keeps it very short and sweet. She says she respects Zoe, but she doesn't like her and walks <laughs> off, and Zoe's like, See, she got respect for me. And that's all we need. <laughs> I love you. She, the way she was like looking at her nails, like, yeah, I respect you. I don't like you though. And just, just walked away. 
<laughs> I loved it. That's hilarious. I love her so much. I don't know what much of the underscore Reese is looking for and why he didn't ever get into her, but yeah, Eo Shirai is the best. I know. Uh, sometimes we're wrong. <laughs> Uh, we're back with a vignette from L.A. Knight with his million-dollar title by his pool. He talks about how he doesn't need a guy like Ted DiBiase riding his gravy train and how Cameron Grimes came out to make the save. He says he thought Grimes cared about the money, but he finds out he only cared about the old man, and that makes him a moron. He says his fall from the ladder at NXT TakeOver in your house will be nothing like what happens when L.A. Knight drops him on his head then he gets a drink from a woman in a bikini, and then he says, whose game is it? It's L.A. Knight. He has a great talking game. Let me talk to you. <laughs> That's my favorite. I'm, st- I'm still thinking, um, if, they, if they get the shirt, if they make that a shirt, <laughs> yes, I'm going to be wearing that around a establishment with a bunch of pretty women. Just pointing at my shirt all night. Just the thought of that just brings me so much joy. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. That's just it brings me joy. Thank you for that. <laughs> the way Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory they come out to cut a promo. Austin Theory thinks that he should be the handsome, hardworking, headband wearing respectable family man to be the NXT champion again. He was champion for 57 days. NXT has never been better. At TakeOver, Gargano outclassed Karrion Cross, and he can do it again any day. That's when Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan come down to interrupt, and Austin Theory isn't happy. Pete Dunne tells him to try it, but Gargano calls him off. They don't partake in any of the hijinks or shenanigans anymore. It's time to go. Gargano leaves, but Austin Theory stops to point his fingers at Pete Dunne, and uh, you know what ensued afterwards. Oops. (laughs) Like, yeah, Austin Theory, don't be, well, he can't help it. He's the dumb jock. Yeah. Yeah. No. He don't know how to, he can't, he doesn't learn. (laughs) He doesn't learn. Cameron Grimes arrived earlier in the day and paid some of the attendants for being nice. Someone asked how Ted DiBiase was doing at the nursing home and gets punched in the face. Cameron Grimes throws some money down at him and says, that was for Ted. (laughs) That was for Ted! I'm here for babyface money, Grimes. Zoe Stark, Io Shirai versus the Robert Stone brand Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. Zoe Stark gets over to the hot tags for Io Shirai. She cleans house for a bit until Aaliyah grabs a Northern Light suplex. That doesn't last long as it's back to Zoe Stark for a suplex of her, setting up Io Shirai for the over the moon salt to pin Jesse Kamea and Io Shirai and Zoe Stark are your winners. Yo, Jesse is so tall. When Io did that flip, she like basically landed on her thighs. <laughs> I was like, oh no. And then um, Jesse and Aaliyah, they did that like um, that like MSK thing where he like throws them on the other person. I was like, oh, look at these tag team moves. Uh huh. Your favorite beating up people with other people. Yes, it's a great move. <laughs> it's 
After the match, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez are here to help the way surround Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. The brawl is almost on, but that's when Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart come down as well as the way stays on the floor. Samoa Joe comes out. He calls security to break everything up. Oh, Samoa Joe. <laughs> he has to see what Regal's going through now. He's like, damn it. They need a lady enforcer that can show people how. <laughs> yeah, then security guards are getting thrown out left and right. I love this focus on like the, the women's tax team. That makes me really happy. Stop giving Ember a goddamn mic. She wasn't too bad on this one, though. When she did the really, she like stretched it out for like 33 seconds. I was like, ma'am. <laughs> No! People were a but big fan of Ember in the uh, green leather, though. Oh, I am a fan of that. <laughs> um, My only thing about this is I like the way that they're making the titles very important as well. Mm-hmm. But why is the women's champion a part of it, though? Yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm just like, oh. And she hasn't expressed her desire to be a double champion enough to where it's like okay i can overlook it or yeah i see why she's here Mm -hmm. it's just like mm, like i can see why dakota wants it Mm -hmm. but like uh, why yeah that's the only thing it's just like why are you why are you apart but like we need dakota (laughs) to like be the so that's why she's apart but like like uh and then that battery thing kept going. I'm like, really? It's how long has it been? You've only had 41%? That's, <laughs> you have a portable charger. You have a portable charger. You need to think about your power source. Uh, Kushida is looking forward to his dream match with Kyle O'Reilly later in the night. We look back at Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher beating the grizzled young veterans. As a result, Thatcher and Ciampa get a tag team title shot at the Great American Bash versus MSK. Now it's time for The Way, Austin Theory, and Johnny Gargano to take on Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan. A half Nelson slam and a, a powerbomb combination gets a two count on Johnny Gargano. Austin Theory makes the save, but he can't hit his own powerbomb to Pete Dunne. And Enziguri drops Lorcan again, but, Bargan- but Gargano is back up with a suicide dive DDT to Pete Dunne on the floor. Then he followed that up with a one final heartbeat to Oni Lorcan and The Way get the win uh that closing sequence was pretty fire by johnny gargano yes it was i was like oh okay johnny wrestling i was like she's johnny wrestling making an appearance okay okay so it was like he was they were basically a face in this match i was like okay face mode activated mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> because good. after the match carrying cross he came out and choked out johnny gargano from behind Oops. Uh, but Johnny was so mad during this match. The way he was putting on his jacket, he was so pissed. <laughs> yeah, they weren't supposed to really have this match, so yeah. He was so bad. Ah, oh, Carrie Cross, he's so boring. I'm like, why are you here? Get out. No one asked for you. Ugh. I have some news about him. I guess I'll tell you now. Mm-hmm. So. Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed. Uh-huh. They were on main event. 
Oh, I saw the entrance. Yeah. People were like on his entrance, and I was like, nope. <laughs> so Karrion Cross picked up a win against Shelton Benjamin. Mm-hmm. And Bronson Reed picked up the win over Drew Gulak. And so people are speculating that this was basically their tryout for Vince. Oh. And that they may not be long for NXT. Mm -hmm. Don't do Bronson Reed like you did Keith Lee. Hopefully they will have learned their lesson and let the big guy be the big guy, regardless of what you think he should be. Exactly. Uh, how did Kenny Cross do? Was he it won. as boring as he was? Yeah, didn't. but like, I didn't watch life. it. It's main event. Oh. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> You're right. That's what I, <laughs> Say no to main event. <laughs> Smo's been trying to convince me to watch this for like two months, ever since Mustafa Ali and Ricochet have been. Uh, they started a little feud over there, and I and I and I had to break it down to him again. My position this week, like, dude, why couldn't Shelton Benjamin just show up on NXT this week? That would be much more impactful, and have Karrion Cross beat him in front of the NXT audience on USA, where there's millions and millions of people watching. Where you know there's lucky if fifty thousand people watch that Hulu show main event. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, because people were like tweeting like this entrance, and it was like without Scarlet, and people were like thoughts. I was like, no, it's unsweetened applesauce. Adam Cole was right. The only thing <laughs> special about him was the music, the girl, and the light. You took a little Scarlet lip syncing for her life. You got him. Boring. Just like when he came to attack Johnny, he has no presence about him. None. None. He's boring. He's bland. Ugh. Take the championship off him, por favor. <laughs> Carrie, I do not want to have to deal with him. Carrie and Cross and Scarlet, they run into Samoa Joe in the back, who is reminded that nothing physical can happen unless Joe is provoked. Joe, of course, champ. Carrying Cross and Scarlet leave, but Pete Dunn pops up for another stare down with Samoa Joe. But hey, Scarlet and Joe had a look. They shared a moment. Steal her away, Joseph. This, this might actually come to fruition this time because I, I'm hearing that they're trying to separate Carrying Cross from Scarlet on the main roster. Steal her away, Samoa Joe. <laughs> Electra, oh, go ahead. I say he has the sauce. Do it. <laughs> Electra Lopez, aka Carissa Rivera, is taking on Frankie Monet. A pump kick drops Monet for a second, but then two strikes set up the road to Valhalla, and that road to Valhalla puts Electra Lopez away. So Frankie Monet is your winner. Oh, Electra. You're fine, though. You're very fine. But I'm sorry, you lost. <laughs> this is a good match. I enjoyed this. It was another good showing for La Huera Loca. Yeah. 
um, Frankie Monet just doing what she needs to do, um, getting these squash matches, building up her reputation, showing people her skill set. Um, nothing wrong with what they're doing with her, building her up slowly. Um, she hits hard. <laughs> she like hits those hard? shots. Is that what you yeah, she hits hard. <laughs> those shots look like they connected. I was like, ow. And Miss Lopez, you don't have time to dance in the middle of this goddamn match. Also, she just started dancing. I was like, ma'am, there's no time to dance. You gotta wrestle. <laughs> you gotta wrestle. Stop dancing. Bronson Reed isn't sure what is going on around here. But here comes Hit Row. Uh, they interrupt the interview. Top Dollar says everyone is colossal until Colossus walks into the room. Uh, and they make it known that they don't like Everize either. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, uh, Top Dollar pulled his trump card with that one. Yeah, because I was like, I thought Bronson Reed was big and tall, but damn, he's like a foot <laughs> taller than him. I was like, damn. Oops. Uh, they we show some uh, video from the most dangerous place in wrestling, the NXT parking lot, where earlier in the day, Everize was trying to spray paint um, Hit Row's SUV, uh, but Top Dollar was on the inside, and he rolled down the window, and he's like, hey, boys, face masks don't work when you got your name printed on your shirt. Segment Everize is so dumb. I love that. He's like, dude, you can't do it with the tea. Put down the coffee. <laughs> yeah, Top Dollar is hilarious. Cause in that like confrontation with Bronson Reed, he walked away. He was like, You're not even from North America. <laughs> oh, this is fun. I love Everize. They're not DGYB anymore. <laughs> YB is not DGER. They're Dollar General. <laughs> I love them. They're so fun. They're so fun. How are you going to like disguise yourself and then still write Everrise rules? They're going to know it's you, dummies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're great. They're so entertaining. Uh, so that leads us to the match. Everrise versus Hit Row in the form of Top Dollar and... Uh, uh, Ashanti the Adonis. I don't know why I want to call that man Shanti. Ashanti the Adonis. Eventually, I will get that without having to think about it. I'm just going to start calling his ass the Adonis. That's what I'm going to call him as. Um, <laughs> that works for you? Yes, that's great. I just call him Adonis. I'm just so. Okay, all right. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of women, you can say that again. Top Dollar not playing around. What is my name? You want to play with people's names? Running games are over when you're in the ring with Top Dollar. Now, this certainly is a uh, tag was made. Not the best strategy plan by Everrise. Yeah, the mood suddenly changed. Everrise has to rethink all, all the foot and mouth strategy that they put up to this point. And now Ashante Adonis speaking truth. Oh. A dollar tag was made. Parker making his way in now. And big forearm under the jaw. And look, Adonis certainly has upped his game. Hitting that airdrop drop kick. And right back on top. Best draw. Kick in the business right there from Ashanti the Adonis. Oh, but now, after that beautiful maneuver comes in sheer aggression. All in jokes. 
Yeah, they, at a point we have heard Hit Row talk about Adonis. Sometimes they got to calm him down, reel him back in. But look, this is a, 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 a Hit Row. They have truly called their shot, Wade. Absolutely. I mean, it's unbelievable. Men and women of dominance in there, strutting around the ring. 346-6. Desperate to get out there is Parker. Oh, and now look at Everise going right to work, trying to chop down the much larger top tower. The punches were just bouncing off the big man. Oh, it's from Everise. Battle Royal, you might have won, but it's not. It's a tag team match. It topped out with one form, just levels Chase Parker. Clubbed out of thin air was ever rise uh -oh. there, and now from bad to worse, it goes for Matt Martell. Still to come, dream match, O'Reilly Kushida, but this has turned into a nightmare. Long kiss, good night, levels Martell. And Everise picked the wrong crew to mess with. Let's be honest, it has just been too easy for Hit Row once again, like a knife through butter. They are running through Everise. Every week, another hit maker. Boom! Ugly landing there. Cover, count, good night. Short match here uh, with Hit Row continuing to, um, you know, establish themselves, get some credibility, pick up some wins. Uh, swerve out here, adding insult to injury with the little jumping into Gary kick to the other <laughs> one when he was checking on his partner. And then uh, yeah. they do the pose in the ring, which is always a moment. Um, they practice those poses because they're always fire. Yeah. Uh, B Fab out there with the vinyl of their intro song, so yeah, they're they're doing it up, man. They they have definitely done a good job bringing them along, getting people to care, and uh, keeping them interesting. Yeah, Seth Ashanti needs to start meditating. He's too mad. He's mad. <laughs> He's so angry. I was like, babe, relax. Uh, <laughs> we were in the Twitter Spaces for NXT cast, and uh, shout out to Miss B. Yeah, uh, she was a. Uh, talking about the gear, AJ Francis's gear, and she's just like, uh -huh. oh, they gotta do better by that. This velvet basketball jumpsuit thing is not working, yeah. so. Needs to up it a little bit. Mercedes Martinez is ready for a, a mixed tag team match next week against Tia Shaw. Uh, Zaya Lee and Boa jump her from behind, but that's when Jake Atlas comes in, gives a big boot to Boa, and uh, makes the save. So, yeah, next week it's going to be Mercedes Martinez and Jake Atlas versus Boa and Zia Lee. Yes, we love gay solidarity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, yes, Jake Atlas. I love seeing him more. Looking all cute in his gold glasses. I really liked the promo that Mercedes mm -hmm. Martinez was cutting before she got yeah. jumped. 
mm-hmm. and then uh, to see Jake Atlas come in and kind of you know even the odds is is really fun. So um, looking forward to that match. Actually, uh, the mixed tag that we got uh, that NXT gave us, even though. WWE SmackDown set us up for a mixed tag, but of course we knew we weren't going to get that. No, we're just. But down the road, like even if they were to do it this week, I have to be like, oops, we messed up. But here's, you know, Seth and Bailey versus uh, Cesaro and Binky. It still would bang. It would. Like, I'm never going to not hope for it. It's going to be great whenever they decide to give me it. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly says he's ready for the main event. The battery is at 51 percent, 51% now, and it uh, is turning green. So we're we're getting uh, probably Great American Bash will be when this person debuts or when the battery is fully charged. I hope they have a better power source by then because good lord. <laughs> main event of the evening time: Kyle O'Reilly and Kushida uh, in the dream match. They trade kicks, but Kushida can't get the hoverboard lock. Another attempt mostly works, but O'Reilly gets smart by putting his hands in his trunks to avoid all the pressure. O'Reilly finally manages to roll out of the hoverboard lock and cradle Kushida and get the flash win over Kushida. This, wow. (laughs) What a match. The counters, the submissions. The stress that I felt, this was great. These two just banger. Give me, give me it again, because this was a mm, wonderful match. I really like this. Uh, this, this was what I, this was what I would call a Matt classic, a technical wizardry, a masterpiece of epic proportions by two guys who didn't need to do a whole bunch of flips. I don't even think they left the ring. I think everything took place right in the ring. Uh, maybe they had one little thing on the outside there. Um, they didn't have to do a whole bunch of flips. They didn't have to do a whole bunch of crazy stuff. They just had a good technical wrestling match. So good. It's awesome. So good. It's awesome. Uh, after the match, Adam Cole, baby, is here to jump Kyle O'Reilly. Then all of a sudden... Three guys, three guys in hoods, they start jumping Kushida. So they beat down Kushida, they pull back the hoods, and we have Roderick Strong, Tyler Russ, and Hideki Suzuki, managed by Malcolm Bivens, uh, as the Diamond Mind has officially debuted. Uh, They hand Roderick Strong the title, he poses with it, and he says, this is the Diamond Mind. I was like, Rodrigo, you ain't got no hair no more. <laughs> Why are you attacking Kushida? Go attack Adam. He's the one that broke your heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tyler Rust standing back there. Um, a gentleman who we thought was going to do a little something under the yeah. tutelage of Malcolm Bivens, but we hadn't seen him in a while. And then Hideki Suzuki, I'm not familiar with. Haven't yeah, seen know. any of his uh, prior things, but uh, you know, hopefully he uh, can show out and make a name for himself once we, you know, get some more time for Diamond Mind. Uh, this was funny because we're getting to the end of the show, and I'm like, "Where's the Diamond Mind?" I was like, 
NXT, they usually come through on the stuff that they promise. They never like promote something and then pull it back and all of a sudden, boom, here they go attacking Kushida. Yeah. It's like, oh, this must be the diamond mine. Well, who who is that? And then it's like, is that is, is that Roderick Strong? With the super buzz cut. Mm-hmm. And uh he's he's uh you know, he's flanked by two more guys and, and but the kicker is Malcolm Bivens. Uh we were just talking about how we hadn't seen him on TV in a while and they need to figure out something for him just because he's mm-hmm. so entertaining. And uh but now yeah, he's got him some shooters and uh we'll see what the diamond mind is all about in the next couple of weeks. This is gonna be interesting. Yeah, Adam Cole is never gonna let it go. Adam, you won the match. Why are you Adam, please? <laughs> he was like, Nope. Every time you're here, I'm gonna attack you. How do you security? <laughs> Personal security? Yes, he does. Because every time he's gonna get attacked. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this was uh, this was our episode of NXT for this week. Uh, Miss Simi, I'm gonna get your thoughts, uh, same as I did on a dark match earlier. Uh, one to ten, what would you rate this? I would rate this an eight point five. I really enjoyed this show. It had really good like setting up storyline. Uh, I really liked the Mercedes and Zaya storylines, and then adding Jake into it. I want to see what this diamond mine is going to do. The main event match was perfection. I really, really like that they're focusing on the women's tag teams and also the cruiserweight because that Adam Cole and Carmelo Hayes match was great. Love the ladies' brawl. I really loved how mad um, Johnny Gargano was that he had to fight. And that match also with um, Pete Dunne and Orny Lorcan. That was a really good match as well. I still don't like Karen Cross, but I enjoyed the look between Samoa Joe and Scarlett. Feel her way. But this was a really fun show. I enjoyed it. Yo, Everrise is just so funny. I'm loving seeing Hit Row just like stacking up their wins and like building themselves out as like a credible, threatening faction. I think that if it's really like um, that um, uh, my my thickums is going to go to Raw. I think he's going to drop that title to Swerve. Yeah, and then Hit Row gets their first their first title. Yes. That would, be some, that would be some good booking. I don't know how soon they're thinking about making the move. Um, yeah. I just think that Vince basically looked at that roster and it's like, well, give me the two biggest guys you got. <laughs> there you go, Karen Cross and uh, Bronson Reed. So, um, so hopefully, uh, the future for Bronson Reed remains in NXT a little bit longer. He just got the title. I'd hate for him to yeah. get moved up so soon. Right. Yeah. I want him to have another good like feud, maybe like another one or two, like one to two, like really good kind of long feuds, and then drop it because we're. I like the show. It's a good, solid show. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I agree with everything that you said. It's a very strong show. All the segments are very well produced. Um, you know, nothing in this show was a downer. Everything was mm-hmm. 
you know, very, very good leading into um, the Great American Bash. Um, I really like that tag team women's setup with, you know, the, the four teams and everybody, you know, want to stake their claim uh, to the belts. I really, really like the way they set that up. Uh, do you think that they're trying to, like, make half of the way a face? It seems like Johnny Gargano may have got turned into a face this week. Uh, yeah. Him and Austin Theory. And then, like, Candice and Indy are still kind of being heelish. Yep. I think if it's going to be um, Dakota versus Candice and Indy, that they're that it's going to going to be Candace and Indy being a face but it's just eh, we'll see how that goes but yeah like just for like how the hot minute like Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly were kind of like we're like are you guys faces and then Barbara and Roderick was like he'll live forever mm-hmm. so <laughs> we'll see how that goes Well, it's definitely going to be an interesting uh, another week next week before we get Great American Bash uh, on the 6th, which is going to be headlined by Adam Cole, Bebe versus Kyle O'Reilly, number two. Electric Buggaloo. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, I'm going to turn it over to you, Miss Simi, for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the Rasslecast family. Shout out to the listeners. Shout out to the Patreon visitors for, you know, paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. Shout out to you guys in the hashtags because I love your commentary. And shout out to Montez and Bianca Ford. Bianca Ford. Bianca Belair. Because they put out this, like, little photo shoot for their anniversary on a beach. Just looking fine as hell for no reason. I was like, God damn it. God, they look so good. So shout out to you and happy anniversary. They, I guess they, they do the they do the Russell Wilson Sierra shit. They have like these private moments, and then they have mm-hmm. like, hey, where'd that photographer come from though? On these private ass moments, like, oh, okay, right? I got you. It's like, excuse me, oh my good lord, why are you? Why are two people so fine? Like this is just it's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> like their child or children are going to be athletically superior. Yep. To everybody. To everybody. <laughs> Just superior in every single way. In looks and <laughs> jumping over everything. And per- it's just, it's not fair. <laughs> the world is not ready. Well, I'd like to thank Miss Simi first and foremost again for joining me here on the NXT cast for another week of recording this great episode. Thank you to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, Shallon Shogun, uh, Dwayne uh, for their help on the WrestleCast episode 299 where we talked about Hell in a Cell on Monday Night Raw. And also Dwayne and, uh, and uh, Sean and I, we did the push where we talked about making new stars in both companies and how important uh, the music is to that. And yeah. uh, we talked about the lack of iconic music in either promotion right now and uh, how that affects, um, you know, your thoughts about people and, and the presentation of that person. So, yeah, nice conversation we had on the push. You can check that out on the, the website or in your podcast queue 
right now, so please take a listen to that. Um, continue to support the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. You can hear me and Miss Simi talk about AEW Dynamite each and every week. You can also hear pre and post show conversations that we have uh, before the recordings for extra content as well, where we talk about more than just wrestling. Most of the time, sports and pop culture and just life. So go check out the Patreon page. Check out that extra content. Hear Miss Simi's epic rants on all things <laughs> AEW over there on the Patreon page. Uh, shout out to everybody who's joined us in the Twitter spaces. Uh, we definitely appreciate hearing from you guys over the airwaves of the Twitter spaces. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, thank you to everybody who joins us for the NXT cast each and every Tuesday night as we share our commentary with color with a live tweet. Um, still one of the highlights is going back like Simi says and just reading everybody's tweets and looking at the gifts and the reactions to things that go on uh, this week provided an excellent excellent live tweet so if you uh, have ever thought about joining the live tweet come on in it's a lot of fun you can share your commentary with color in a safe space the jokes fly and everybody has a good time so for my co-host Miss Simi I'm your host Don DeLorente this has been the NXT cast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Hi, see you on the hashtag. Carmelo Hayes, an incredibly impressive showing here tonight against Adam Cole. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way, but I have to ask, why did you come out and confront Adam? Uh, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to go straight to the top. And everything that I've been saying is that I'm a generational talent and that, you know, I am once in a lifetime. And how can I back that up by not going against somebody who's who's on a level that, you know, I've never seen before? Adam Cole is just, he's on his own level. And, and eventually I plan on getting on that level and surpassing that level and creating a level of my own. Uh, you know, even when I lose, I win, and this was a learning experience, and that's why I call myself a generational talent, Carmelo Hayes, because, you know, I'm going to get better from this, and, and, and I'm going to make the most of this loss. I really will try me. Thank you for your time. Yeah.